Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1119, air date October 3rd, 2022. Good evening, everyone. We're going to be doing our talk today on what's going on in Russia. There's been some... um, new advancement, and uh, we're going to continue our discussion on whether what we're seeing in Russia are irreconcilable differences, and essentially, uh, is, it going to go, is this going to head to negotiations, or are we essentially heading to nuclear war? And uh, I don't take, obviously, this discussion lightly, but each morning, I'm committed to doing some video, uh, really updating people, sort of deciphering what's going on in the press, because unfortunately, the media... Uh, doesn't give people the opportunity to see the whole. We're only given little pieces. So no one has the opportunity to actually see everything that's going on. As many of you know, um, that what we do here, Truth, Freedom, Health, is really educate people on taking a systems approach to looking at everything. So let me go over to uh, the title again. It's U.S. and NATO, Russia. We have to understand U.S. and NATO are really one um, to think that these two organizations are different economically and militarily is an illusion. They're actually one. All right. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, And then we're going to talk about, you know, do they have irreconcilable differences with Russia? There's no way that these two powers can negotiate. So it's only heading to nuclear war. And as a part of that, I want to give you a couple of updates. And by the way, those of you who are new, go to vashiva.com. You'll see all of our videos up there the background, the approach that we take to taking a systems approach, and I encourage you to go up there. This was a article that just came out uh, this morning on MSN, and it said, Russia nuclear military train is seen on the move and possible, quote unquote, possible warning to the West. And the article essentially goes through saying a huge freight train was moving specialty military equipment associated with nuclear arms, wielding division of Russia's defense ministry. So that one article came out, and they, they put a picture it out there. So the issue is, is this NATO and West putting out, NATO and US putting out propaganda? Is it Russia posturing to say, hey, we're gonna use nukes, you better, uh, the US better, uh, US and NATO better back off out of uh, uh, this war. Uh, and then another news item came out over the next few days, which some of you may have seen, <clears throat> which is even more interesting, it's about, this came out in the Daily Mail today. It says Putin deploys Belgorod nuclear submarine, which carries Poseidon underwater drone capabilities of unleashing radioactive tsunamis, which lay waste to enemy coastlines. And this um, apparently, the submarine uh, uh, Belgorod left the White Sea base, and uh, NATO. I mean, this is. We don't know uh, where the news is exactly coming from. That's what's interesting. But if you take this at face value, um, many people know that this submarine has the ability uh, to trigger 1,600 foot, not 100 foot, not 16 feet, 1,600 foot. That's about a quarter of a mile nuclear tsunamis. And um, this submarine apparently has been released. Now, I want to go into giving the analysis of what's going on. I'm going to share with you what one of the U.S. response was. 
But I think everyone in the United States in particular in the world needs to get educated on what's going on. Yesterday I did a video going through the entire economic analysis. So I hope all of you take an opportunity to go look at that. But that video will give you a detailed economic analysis of what's going on, what's really driving this, and you'll understand it's oil and gas. And um, before I go there, I wanna always encourage people to take a systems approach. I'm gonna play a quick video, and then I'm gonna give the deep analysis of what's going on. This is what we call really the Truth, Freedom, and Health video that hopefully will inspire you to learn the science of systems. And I'll play this video, I'll do the analysis, and I'll give you more details on that. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. Okay. This reality is what people need to wake up to, and we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that 
There is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement. And the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva, vashiva.com, so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they wanna take a course and become a truth, freedom, and health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VA Shiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, everyone. Um, good morning. We're doing our. Uh analysis on what's going on the most recent stuff as i uh, mentioned that the most recent things that have happened in the last 24 hours that came out in the news again you you have to assume this is at face value that russia has been uh, seen moving its nuclear military train is on the move uh, some people msn says it's potentially a warning to the west daily mail has said that putin has deployed the belgorod nuclear submarine in the last 24 to 48 hours which carries these missiles, which have the ability um, to essentially send a, a underground torpedo that literally creates an irradiated wave of 1,600 square feet, okay? So um, again, are these posturing or what is actually going on? In summary, to all of you joining, yesterday I recommend everyone go look at the video I did Sunday. We had lots and lots of people on that, and it was a very nice analysis uh, that I provided a systems analysis, providing all of you the uh, the ability to uh, see and think about this. Um, so it's not what to think. So you can see how the elites think about Condoleezza Rice, who is who was the former Secretary of State, Board of Directors of Chevron. How she essentially architected the goal of making sure that Europe would stop becoming energy dependent on Russia and become energy dependent on US and NATO. So that was our architecture, which was laid down 2013. And starting 2014, a coup took place in Ukraine. And since 2014, so today, there's been a war taking place. And in that analysis, I share with all of you that war is always another means of politics that is used to create destabilization and to, um, as a trump card, quote unquote, a trump card uh, against whoever uh, sees it as a threat. So that's what's really going on. But it's fundamentally about Europe be becoming dependent on the United States and NATO for oil and gas, 
and not on Russia. That's what this is about. I want to also share this is not about being pro-Putin or anti-Putin, pro-Ukraine or anti-Ukraine, pro-US or anti-US. This is more about providing you a systems analysis. The reality is you have a big, massive, imagine um, from the mafia model, there's a big uh, criminal thug, you know, who is in a neighborhood and he owns 90% of the neighborhood, okay? And there's a smaller thug coming out who wants to have his own little area and have his own influence. Well, the big thug really doesn't like that. And they're willing to cause a massive shootout, you know, gunfire in that neighborhood. And they don't care who gets killed. The, the big thug wants to own 100% of that neighborhood. He does not like anyone encroaching on their on his territory. So if you think about Putin in one way as a one of the smaller thugs who wants to grow his area in the neighborhood and um, he has his own uh, racket going on which is building pipelines into uh, Europe which allow him to profit and he builds a you know 10 billion dollar pipeline and he's starting to profit the big thug is like wait a minute we can't allow this to go on it's our territory we own this area and we need to knock this guy out. And that methodology of knocking that guy out and how to do that and how to architect that was done by Condoleezza Rice by all indications in the analysis that we shared yesterday back in 2003. She was a board member of Chevron and Secretary of State. Okay, not at the same time, but a revolving door, door model. And she in 2013 articulated it, we must make Europe energy dependent on the United States, not on Russia, okay? So that's what I did yesterday. And now what we see is over the last eight years, you have this war situation that has been created. And regardless of what any of these people say they care about Ukraine or they care about freedom and truth, that has nothing to do with that, it has to do with oil and gas and owning this neighborhood of influence, okay? So let's get that clear. So. Russia is now essentially, in my opinion, in a very precarious situation because their Gazprom pipeline, you know, $10 billion they invested in, a lot of money to build this pipeline to deliver natural gas to Europe was essentially sabotaged. And even former U.S. military advisors like McGregor, as I said yesterday, say that obviously the United States or UK, one of those people that it, it had, there's no interest in Russia in doing this. Why would you? There's no reason. It's like you're losing your uh, ability to get cash. All right. So that doesn't make any sense. So um, because of that and the anniversary of that pipe, or the, the day that that pipeline was blown up, blown up was the same day that the referendum took place in the eastern provinces of four provinces of, of Ukraine saying they want to be part of Russia. Those four provinces were were the people who were really pissed off in 2014 when the U.S. installed a essentially a, a neo-Nazi individual with pro-U.S. Uh, interests, anti-Russian. So that's where all of this started. Uh, but the origin of this is about oil and gas domination in that area. So Putin is in a fix, in my view, because he has no more leverage in Europe. And Europe... Um, is in a fix because they have to now rely on U.S. oil and gas and NATO. So Europe is essentially going to be starved of energy and 
once that gas prom pipeline is gas uh, is busted, they have to go to rely, depend on US and NATO. And that was the goal of Condoleezza Rice's systems architecture. And I also shared with people yesterday that what's really important to understand is the science of systems. You see the elites like Condoleezza Rice and about 10,000 other people who are trained at the leading institutions understand the science of systems. And the science of systems is something that can be used to manipulate, subjugate, and enslave people, or can be used to free people. Unfortunately, everyday people like you and I do not have access to this. I was very fortunate to go to MIT and learn this. And because of my loyalty to where I came from and working people, I decided to organize that into a curriculum we've made accessible. And I'll come back to that. But we have to understand the science of systems. Otherwise, we'll be in a pro or anti camp, left or right. So Putin is in a bind because what's happened is he no longer has leverage in Europe. And he's, he's essentially being cornered. Either if you take the neighborhood of the mafia guys, the guy who owns the whole neighborhood, 90% and a small guy, either the small guy has got to negotiate now with the big guy and settle something, or he's got to say, I got nothing to lose and I'm just going to go nuclear. Okay. And in his speech about a few days ago, he said, look, I'm willing to negotiate. Let's come to the negotiating table. And it looks like the United States backed by the you know, the theorists at the Atlantic Council, which is another organization, has basically said "There's we should negotiate. We ought to hit Putin hard. So it looks like, in my view, that these are irreconcilable differences now. And this article that just came out today, uh, reported uh, in The Hill, it says, Petraeus predicts U.S. would lead NATO response to take out Russian forces of Putin uses a nuclear weapon. If you read this article, he begins by um, uh, saying uh, retired General David Petraeus predicted Sunday that U.S. along with NATO allies would take out Russian force of Russian President Vladimir Putin decided to use nuclear weapons in his war against neighboring Ukraine. During an appearance, so basically remember, the issue is that Ukraine is not part of NATO right now, okay? So if Russia attacks Ukraine, NATO, according to their own rules, would not get involved. That was the rule. That was a standing rule. If, if Russia attacked, let's say, Denmark or attacked Germany, which is part of NATO, then all of NATO would respond. It's called Article 5 of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization's Alliance. That means one anyone who attacks NATO, any member state, all of NATO would respond. Well, Ukraine's not part of NATO. Ukraine recently said they want to be in there applying for NATO, um, for NATO. But this is even a further escalation. What Petraeus is saying is that, well, if they go nuclear, NATO will attack, even if they go nuclear against Ukraine. So it's basically escalating. So he says, um, he goes, um, predicted Sunday that if the U.S. along with it would take out Russian, if you, Ru Russian president decided to use nuclear weapons in his war against neighboring Ukraine. And he goes on to say, during an appearance on ABC's This Week, Petraeus told co-anchor Jonathan Carl that Western powers have to take Russia's nuclear weapons threat seriously, noting NSA Jake Sullivan's uh, advisor's recent remarks that UF officials have warned uh, the Moscow, uh, Moscow catastrophic consequence if Kremlin deploys nuclear weapons. And Carl asked Petraeus, and what would, and what would happen? And Petraeus said, well, again, I've deliberately not talked 
to Jake about this, who's the NSA advisor. I mean, just to give you a hypothetical, we would respond by leading NATO, a collective effort that would take out every Russian conventional force that we can see and identify on the battlefield in Ukraine and also in Crimea and every ship in the Black Sea, Patrice replied. Carl noted radiation from a nuclear attack in Ukraine would also likely reach nearby NATO countries, effectively making an attack on the alliance. So what they're saying is, if there was a bomb dropped on Ukraine by Russia because of the radiation, you know, one speck of radiation when it hits one of the neighboring NATO countries, that would justify their attack, okay? And he says, um, yes, Petraeus says, and perhaps you could make that case. The other case said, this is so horrific, there has to be a response. It cannot go unanswered, but it doesn't expand. It doesn't, it's not nuclear for nuclear. Petraeus added, you, want, you don't want to, again, get into a nuclear escalation here, but you have to show that this cannot be accepted in any way. So, so what Petraeus is basically projecting, U.S. NATO response. So, um, as I mentioned, Russia has moved one of their submarines, one of their biggest submarines, so some people call it the doomsday submarine, and Russia is moving nuclear military trains, if that's also, again, true. So if you take it at face value. Putin, in a speech, said, this is not a bluff. He said, we're going to protect those regions. The U.S. has also said a couple of days ago that we will help Ukraine get back those regions. So Russia has clearly said, you come here, we're gonna, we're, we have the right to use uh, tactical nuclear weapons. And now Petraeus is saying, if they use even tactical nukes, difference to everyone is tactical nukes are small nuclear weapons. They're not like, you know, these large things that take out entire cities, okay? Which is called strategic nuclear weapons. But the, the, the submarine that uh, if Russia did in fact deploy them, they have massive strategic nuclear weapons. So the U.S. is basically giving an ultimatum saying, we're going to come in and take back those regions. And by the way, those regions that wanted to be part of Russia have, are very oil rich. As I mentioned in the video yesterday, that's where Shell, ExxonMobil, and Chevron had struck deals to start digging there and start fueling Europe. Okay. In 2014, and they had to leave because Putin checkmated them at that point. But right now, what you're seeing is that the United States is basically saying, we're going to support Ukraine to go back into those regions and take them over. Putin has said, if you come here, I'm going to use tactical nukes. And Petraeus is saying, essentially, perhaps he's reflecting the official U.S.-NATO policy. If you do that, we will come in and obliterate your entire army in Ukraine. But if that happens, Russia is going to release more nuclear weapons, potentially strategic nuclear weapons. So you have to ask the question, is the end goal here? to take out that small thug, if you go back to the mafia model. So if Putin is a small thug in the neighborhood owning 10% and he was expanding his operations through Europe to expand his business for oil and minerals and gas particularly, and the US sees this as a threat, that is a goal to just stop Putin in this Ukraine thing, or is a goal to completely use this as an opportunity to decimate Putin and Russia? That's the unanswered question. And are there irreconcilable differences now? And that's where this seems to be heading towards. Now, historically, when things became this tense or where they're heading, you had some type of negotiations take place. 
You can look at the Cuban Missile Crisis. And that negotiations typically ended some, um, you know, uh, uh, irreconcilable difference. So in the case of the Cuban Missile Crisis, Russia pulled their missiles out of Cuba and there was a deal made that the weapons that were pointing at the Soviet Union in Turkey by the U.S. would be taken away, okay? But I'm not sure what that negotiated settlement would be. Putin has said he wants to negotiate, but it looks like the U.S. doesn't want to negotiate. And what you see here is they're saying, we will, you try to protect your regions with nuclear weapons, we will obliterate you. So I wanted to let everyone be aware that we should not take this thing very lightly, that the elites in power have do not care about working people, whether they're in Ukraine, whether they're in Russia, whether they're in India, whether they're in the United States, whether they're in England. This is a small set of people, a very small set of people, a handful of people who want to have immense power, profit, and control. That's what this is about. And those people want to have that immense power, profit, and control. Don't give a damn if in a shootout, you know, half of the civilians get killed in that neighborhood. So you have to think about that. These people do not care about you. And they do not care about sacrificing large parts of a population in that neighborhood. In this case, the neighborhood is the planet. If it can advance their power, profit, and control, and they can expand it, you know, so a couple of billion people die, half a million people died. If they can still control it, they'll do it. So that's what the unanswered question is. But anyway, I encourage all of you to keep an eye on this. But most importantly, I, I cannot overemphasize that all of you should really um, go visit truthfreedomhealth.com and recognize that there is a way out of this. And the way out of this is for all of you to learn how to think, not what to think. And to support you in that endeavor, I've taken quite a bit of effort over the last 40 years to put together an entire system. And that system is truth, freedom, and health. And using that system, all of you can learn um, how to think. And that system is truth, freedom, and health. And when you go there, you'll see that the slogan is get educated, be enslaved. But we've literally created a system for you of 12 different tools, educational tools, um, systems training tools, a community, et cetera. And this problem that we're solving is, by the way, we have over 360,000 people who are users of the systems in 95 countries. And you can go see some wonderful videos here of people's testimonials, all the victories that we've won using the system. But fundamentally, very briefly, you can go explore the website yourself, but you'll understand that there's lots and lots of information out there. But the problem is that people are not able to view this information properly and people are heading into division, desperation, complacency. And the reason is the elites are very good at spreading ignorance. So the information through the lens of ignorance leads to illusion. So people take a pro or anti view, they get divided into left or right, or they get desperate, or they get complacent. So I want you to understand that those in power do not want you to learn the science of systems. They want you to be divided. And we talk about here is that the solution is learn the science of systems. And that's knowledge. Knowledge allows you to take information or wisdom to clarity, and then you get innovative, you get active, you get organized, you become truly a free human being fighting for truth, freedom, and health. And fortunately, you have to be ready to let go of the old system. I've taken many, many years to organize this entire tool set. 
And using this tool, how do you get access to it? Well, just contribute. And you can contribute in many ways. You can become a warrior scholar, $100 a year, or supporter or member. Regardless of what you contribute, you'll get access to a whole range of tools. Let me walk you through those tools. Sorry, up here. Those tools include um, various gifts that we give people based on their contribution, but you get you can get access to the course, an entire course that'll teach you how to the foundations of systems, get, get access to a whole bunch of books, um, uh, the theory, tools that'll enable you to use your body, understand that your body is a system so you get health beyond just taking dietary, um, you know, this diet or that diet. You get tools to realize how food is a system, special lectures, um, tools that you can use to educate others. And there's an entire community here also. And then finally, we give you tools that you can use to educate others on the ground so you can be an activist. And then also, uh, there's three tools that are independent of, let's say, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. So you can actually learn how to communicate with people. So I want to emphasize that we're not going to get out of these situations unless we learn how to think. And the Truth Freedom and Health System will allow you to do that. So um, I can't um, leave this uh, call without letting everyone know that every every um, uh, every Thursdays we do have a open house that I uh, run, and you're all welcome to come to it. Uh, please take advantage of that. It's every Thursday at 11 a.m. or 8 p.m. vashiva.com/orientation. So take uh, time to come there. Again, today's talk was um, U.S. and NATO. Russia, irreconcilable differences, negotiations, or nuclear war. But again, I encourage everyone to go to see the previous video if you want to get a deep systems analysis. But the bottom line is all of you have to recognize, do you want to learn how to think? Because if you don't, you're going to be in this left-right camp, desperate or complacent. But when you learn the science of systems, go to Truth or Don't Health, contribute to all the analysis we do, then you will be a much more... Um, uh, resolve human being, you won't be desperate, you won't be in this left-right camp, and you won't be complacent. And most importantly, we have an entire community. So join us at the open house, and I wish you all well, and uh, be well. Thank you.